What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The principal of the Ritchie Middle School is TJ Mellon. He joins me on the line right now. Mr. Mellon, how are you, sir? Good, Matt. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I know it was uh, last minute. Um, Not a problem. Tell me about this policy. What was? Give me the 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 ebb and flow of how this came up. The the, the travel of the the policy. How long it took for the idea to come up? Give me the whole the history of it. Yeah, so I've been at you know Richie Middle School now um, for ten years. Um, with each passing year, you you see you know, cell phone issues becoming more and more of, of the hot topic. Mm. Um, I have three teenagers at home. Um, all of them are athletes, but all of them, you know, I see it every night where they're just, you know, addicted to that device, the yeah. fear of missing out, you know, because all their friends are online, you know, constantly, and, and they feel like if they're not, then, you know, they're, they're not, you know, being kept in the loop with what's going on. So I see it there. I see it even, you know, picking up, uh, you know, athletes to drive them to uh, practices. My sons, they all get in the car, they say hi to one another, and then they're all on their phones. Um, you know, we saw it in the school level where we've always had the no phone policy, keep it in your lockers. Um, but that was very, uh, you know, difficult to manage because, you know, they, they would say, yeah, it's in my locker, but it'd be hidden in their pocket. You know, we'd constantly find them, you know, going to the bathroom to use their phone. They'd be, you know, sending messages in class. If we confiscated one phone, that phone would be blowing up on my desk with, with students in other classrooms messaging their peers. Um, so we, we came across this um, idea at the end of last year. Um, we brought it before our school improvement team, and, you, you know, it was overwhelming, unanimous that we wanted to try it. Um, we, we got some pushback from some parents at the beginning of the year, um, but that was pretty much it, and it's, it's been very, very successful. Um, it's taken – we've had eighth graders tell us that – it's actually taken the pressure off of them um, for trying to sneak their phones in their pocket um, because now they know no one has their phone. Um, so they, they feel that, you know, they don't have to, you know, break the rules and sneak the phone in their pocket. So we've seen a lot of benefits from it. You know, it's so interesting that like, the kids like thanking you for taking the decision out of their hands so they don't have to worry. It's one less thing they have to think about. It's a good lesson to, and a reminder to people as to where the mental capacity is of children uh, when we we want them to make all these life altering decisions, and the, the idiocy of that is so apparent to anybody who's normal that it's shocking that any human being would even think Agreed. it. But they can't wait to like not have to make these decisions. And when it comes Agreed. to their well being, adults are supposed to make those decisions. So, all right, tell me about the pushback because I I can hear the mommies uh, that want to have instant con- instantaneous contact with their kid at any time during the day for any reason whatsoever. Is that is that the the, the long and the short of what, yeah, we, what they wanted. We, we had that at the at the beginning, uh, but again, we weren't really changing the policy. The policy was always no phones in school. This is just a better way to organize that policy and, and make sure the kids were adhering to it. But again, we had you know the parents. Well, what if there's an emergency? And you might you know if I I tell them quite frankly, I mean, if there was ever an emergency, and we had 400 students all at the same time calling their parents because there was an emergency. 
um, God forbid there was one, you'd have, you know, 400 parents coming at the, to the school at the same time, um, which would cause chaos, which would block, you know, emergency personnel from trying to get to the school. Um, you know, if there's an emergency, we have plenty of phones to take care of it. You know, we never, um, we never, you know, if a parent calls the school and wants to speak to their child, we call them out of class. So parents can, you know, have access, obviously, to their students the entire time they're there. This is just a, a good way of of managing that because, you know, other thing we had happening for, for a couple of years is kids would go in the bathroom, uh, call their, their parents. And all of a sudden the parents would come up and say, I'm here to pick up my sick child. And they had never even gone to the nurse. So, right, yeah. um, you know, we had all the, those issues too, but you know, I've been, I've been neglectful. Again, I've, I've been, I, I got ahead of the game. I've been neglectful in telling people what the policies. I don't think I, I enumerated it all out. Basically, what's happening now, for people who don't understand, I apologize for this, is I got ahead of the game because I read the article and my listeners probably didn't, is that basically what's happening now, you didn't have cell phones before, but now they have to lock them in a locker, like a special, well, you can tell me about the technology, like if it is technology, but like there's a special place yeah, where everybody- it's a, it's a basic, um, it's a basic uh, locker. It looks like a locker. It's Some of our lockers have uh, clear fronts to them where the kids can see their phones, they're each assigned a numbered slot. Um, it gets locked, and it you know by a key, mm-hmm. the device is there, um, so the students know that they're safe. Um, you know, we had the excuse before that you know well, we didn't I didn't want to keep it in my locker because I was afraid it would get stolen. Now it's you know under the supervision of the advisory teachers, they have the key. The administrator has a, a backup key, and when they need to get their phone at the end of the day or during the day if they're leaving going home early, um, you know, we make that arrangement where they can go back and get their phone. Is that like in their homeroom? Is that what it is? Every homeroom has these, yes. these set of lockers? It, okay. Yes. Yeah. So we say advisory. Yes. I just assume that means homeroom. Okay. So you go in there, they go in there and it's locked up and who, who, who the teacher has the key? The teacher has the key. Okay. Yep. And the phone just sits there all, that thing must be vibrating all day long. <laughs> No, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids are good about you know because they don't have it in their possession. They're good about shutting them off. That's okay. one of the other other policies we we have um, that it's turned off. And mm-hmm. again, you know the, the students have adapted very well to it. Um, we've definitely thought there'd be more pushback, but you know we got a great school, great great group of students and teachers, and um, a little bumpy at the very very beginning, but it's it's been smooth sailing since. Hey, everybody, this is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network on YouTube or wherever you listen. We're talking to TJ Mellon, who's the principal at Ritchie Middle School in, in North Providence. And what are the age ranges in middle school? Are you talking sixth and eighth, sixth through eighth grade? Is that what you have there in the school? Six, seven, and eight. Six, yep. seven, and eight. Six, seven, and eight. So what's that? Twelve to fourteen ish. Yeah, so we have you know eleven, eleven to fourteen, in, in that range right there. And again, you mentioned it perfectly. It's 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 almost like a, a drug. These cell phones, they 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 just constantly, you know, they need them. Um, you know, it's, it's, they're just used to that message, that endorphin release. Mm. Um, even as adults, we know that's a difficult yeah. challenge for us. Imagine being in class, you know, with a phone in your pocket, um, and it's vibrating. Um, you're not thinking about what science teachers saying or the math teachers saying you're thinking about, you know, who, who just messaged me, how many, you know, what's going on in school, what's going on after school. Um, so again, it, it was just, it was too much 
too much temptation um, for the students to have. Are you, um, are you collecting they any, re- They're not ready for it. Are you collecting any hard data in terms of academics or behavioral type stuff that you're that you're kind of keeping track of, or is it mostly just what you've noticed and anecdotal? It's 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 mostly anecdotal. Um, you know, we we've seen you know a reduction in bathroom visits because that's where they would go to you know use their their phone before. Um, we've definitely seen a major reduction in like social media issues um, that can, were prevalent during the school day before. Mm. Um, so so that's that's been really good. And then you know we'll, we'll see you know when our test scores and things like that come out. But again. Just that ability to to spend more time on task in the classrooms, I think, you know, really, really key Um, without temptation um, or that daydreaming of what is going on. Mm. You know, what what message did I just get sent? You know, should I go to the bathroom now and and check my phone? Um, All all those things. You know, what's funny is when I heard this is a pilot program, I'm thinking to myself, why a pilot program? Why not just an adoption of the policy? I mean, across the board, is there any movement in that you think, or this is, you just have to use this as a as a way to say, look, we've had huge success in the middle school, and so now we're going to go to the high school, and and we're going to make it happen there as well. Because I'd imagine kids younger than middle school don't have phones. I hope. Um, but do, do you see this becoming uh, a district wide thing? They do. They they're at the elementary. Oh, um, yeah, I I think that would be a decision that um, the superintendent um, and the other uh, principals would make. But I, I don't see. Um, an issue with them, uh, you know, us coming together. And I can certainly share uh, the information that I've had so far in the first, you know, quarter, quarter and a half of school. Um, And, you know, because it's working well, um, you know, the the, the other leaders that I work with are, you know, very, very um, good people and uh, they want the same things for their kids. So I think if, you know, we go to them and show them that, wow, it's, it's, it's really, you know, it really is working. I think you'll see, you know, school-wide adoption, maybe district-wide adoption. Um, you know, that's the, that's the goal ultimately is to help all students. So. Is, is it expensive, Mr. Mellon? How much did it cost? Um, no, believe, believe it or not, um, you can, there was one particular site that we got them on. I believe they were uh, a little, they were about $50, um, anywhere from 35 to 50 Amazon has them too. Um, so when you multiply that out by, you know, we have you know, thirty some odd advisories. The whole program was under two thousand dollars for Jeez. us to implement. That's it. So, and that's the the entire school, the right? Is, are all the all the grades, or is it that's just the this? entire school? Yeah. Yep. So it's two grants in the entire school. How many? How many? I, I, forgive me for not knowing this. How many middle schools are there in North Providence? Is just one. We have two. Uh, we're Richie and there's Birchwood on the other side of town. And they they haven't adopted this yet. Do you know? Of? Not yet. Just you. Um, but again, you know, I'm. I'm Good friends with uh, Brian Gilmore, the principal over there. And again, this is you know pretty early on, and you know we're in month three of school. So um, you know now that it's you know it's it's getting headlines, it's definitely a discussion we will certainly have uh, together, and certainly um, the principal at the high school as well. Does the, does a smartwatch qualify as something that has to be put in a locker too, or is that uh, it's a separate thing? Usually, the, the smartwatch that's where that's where it gets uh, tricky. Yeah. Um, but again, we we tell the students that you know smartwatches are for telling time. Um, you know, if we catch you messaging or doing anything like that, it's, it's the same infraction as having your cell phone out. Um, and typically, you know, if it's a first time offense, we give a student a warning. Um, if it's a repeated offense, um, they'll get after school detention. But again, even the that's another area where we've seen a huge reduction in having to give the kids detention. Um, and again, as a principal, that's not your goal to give kids detention, to, to take the time away from after school. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, we've seen just a 
huge reduction in, you know, the infractions and the write-ups um, for cell phone issues. So and, it's, you know, another and, benefit to the kids. And depending on the issue, uh, and depending on the technology, too, I mean, usually your smart watch works through your cell phone. So if the cell phone's off, you're not going to get messages on that thing. But some, sometimes they're their own thing, but very often they work through your cell phone. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Mellon, I appreciate the time and the explanation. I wish you the best of luck. I, you know, This, to me, just seems like common sense. I mean, I grew up in a day and age where we didn't have any contact, and you, if it was an emergency, as a matter of fact, in an emergency situation, the last thing you want is kids paying attention to their phones. You want them doing what they have to do, which is maybe leaving the building or you know, getting out to safety if they have to, if there's a fire or something like that. And like you said, you don't want a glut of people. You want everybody to be focused on the issue at hand. And so it seems to me that you know, the old ways are probably the best ways, where mom and dad get called from the school if and when there's actually something to call about rather than just you know, what, what, time, you know, what time are you picking me up today? That kind of garbage. Um, agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I wish you the best. Thanks, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right, TJ Mellon, ladies Bye-bye. and gentlemen, the the principal at the Ritchie Middle School in North Providence. Are you ready for hard hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is forty chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.